Before we get into today's game scoop, let's take a moment for a shout out to our sponsor, Squarespace. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create an awesome website, connect with your audience, and sell anything all in one place, all on your terms. With Squarespace, you can easily sell custom merch and create a passive income stream. You design your products, and production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. You can sell your products in an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Use insights to grow your business, learn where your site visits and sales are coming from, and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on top keywords or most popular products. Ready to get started? Head over to squarespace.com gamescoop for a free trial. And when it's showtime, use our special promo code gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested, and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me right now is Greg Miller. Hi. Colin Moriarty. Hello. Brian Altano. And we all have our PS4s now. Yep. Came out last Friday. We took it home. We played them all weekend. What do we think? It's a fine machine. I I love it. it. I'm going to pretend like this is my first weekend with the PS4. You've had had many weekends. it's it's a really it's a fantastic machine, and yeah. I'm not saying that you know the game library might not be what oh, sure. everyone wants. I'm up the stuff. The thing, but the machine itself is like I've been saying, almost very on PlayStation. It's totally. fast and snappy. It it's does intuitive. all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very weird. Like when you're <laughs> you're like going, and I'm like, how do I do this thing? That's that I used to have to dig into the bowels of the XMB to figure out. It's just right there. In the right doldrums. Yeah, in the doldrums of the XMB. Yeah, I mean, what you're talking about is, you know, makes sense, right? That the game library is not there. But for me, like, it's the exciting thing of being able, like, I'm in love with streaming. Like, I was on Twitch all weekend long, just sitting there, mm-hmm. Porto on my lap, talking to kids as I played Assassin's Creed or yeah. screw around with DC Universe Online. I was like, yeah, it's great. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I want. That was fun. That was your last slice of alone time, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, and now it's, now it's gone. Now everybody yeah. in the world is watching you play games. I don't have to talk to them. <laughs> and this is a major problem because now, you know, Greg's big TV is in the living room and I'm just trying to make my soft boiled eggs and I can't even talk. <laughs> Or say anything, you know, uncouth because... I was going to say, yeah, because, Colin is a full-blown racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no uh, Gamescoop has become coupled therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm really, you know, we've had the machine, but we haven't really been able to play the PlayStation right. Network and all those kinds of things, and the PlayStation Store 
The PlayStation Store is awesome. It's the same one on PS3, but it actually works. And yeah, so that's, no, it just looks cool. like the one on PS3. It, it works. It's on a different infrastructure. That's why it works. It's fast. It's very cool. Very, very happy. Remote play is neat. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I think gone are the days of, like, uh, hey, it's me and my Mario 64, the greatest game ever. Like, yeah. it's more about there are, like, a hundred little things I notice constantly where I'm like, man, this is really awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, my fiance was uh, in the other room, and she's like, that's really loud. And I was like, let me try something. And I took my headphones and I plugged it in my, into my controller. Mm-hmm. And I heard the entire game audio wirelessly through my headphones. My headphones that just came with my iPhone. This wasn't any special Sony proprietary bullshit here. And I really dug it for that. Like little yeah, little things really like cool. that. The controller's wonderful. The interface is really fast, as you guys said. I don't really feel like there's one A plus launch game right now, but there's like 10 B pluses. And I think that kind of makes up for it. Throughout the weekend, at any given time, I was switching through seven or eight different games, enjoying all of them. Yeah. I played Assassin's Creed, I played uh, Need for Speed, which I really enjoy. Um, Killzone didn't grab me, but I could see why people are getting into it. And Knack, I actually enjoyed more than I thought I would. And it's sort of like challenging old school uh, approach to, to, to game design. It felt, it felt like a PS1 game, but it looked like a Pixar movie. So yeah. it, it kind of had me going. Did you get on that Resogun? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I'm not good at it, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. I love it. Like I, humans are dying left and right. All my, it's like save the fucking thing, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> he's dead by the time I get there. He's yeah. he's very dead. But I really like the system. This is the first time I've gotten a PlayStation at launch. Me too. Um, yeah, I'm really happy with it. I look forward to having games to yeah. play on it. You know, that's the thing. Uh, I, you know, I play a lot of Resogun, but it's not the sort of thing where I'm going to sit there for hours. Sure. And play. Sure. 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 If I had waited to play Assassin's Creed 4, that would be the game that I'd be like. And see, that's the whole thing. thing. I've been, I'm, I, me and Brian had gone and done commentaries, and once I played it on PS4 and used the map and the pinch and the zoom, yeah. I was like, I gotta wait. And it was so tough, but now that I'm there, yeah, I'm yeah, so happy I did. It's really nice. I will, I will say uh, that I, I do feel like the PS4 is kind of a big failure right now as, as a multimedia device. Um, outside so like of like Netflix and stuff. Well, so Netflix and Amazon, those are kind of what to be expected, right? But I, I, I just as a as a test, I took a USB stick and I put a JPEG and an MP3 and an, and an AVI video on it. Doesn't it. play MP3. Plugged it in. It didn't even know that I had something plugged in there. Like yeah. it didn't even say this isn't here. Well, I mean. To that credit, like you, when when they patch that in, you're gonna have to do that, but have a PS4 folder, and inside that folder have music in all caps folder, and like sure, it just it just feels it. to have like one of the most prominent multimedia devices of the decade, not be able to do something as simple. Yeah, as I mean, like look this, at see, a JPEG. this is the thing though. This I was on the radio today talking to some people about this, and they were pissing and moaning about that too, and I'm like. I think fixing the problems that they had with the PS3 meant that they had to start in a different place here. You know what I mean? From the very get-go, right? They've been very... Well, we're focused on games yeah. and the gamers, and this is our, our statement right now. You sure. know, obviously, people thought that was weird, and Shuhei tweeted, you know, okay, sorry, we don't have MP3s at launch. This is what we went off of what you guys said. We'll look into this. Day one, you know, everything like at that New York event when I was like, oh, that's cool. Can I accept all of my friend requests at once or deny them all? And they're like, not on day one. Not yet. No, no, they're not. The, can I yeah. just say, period, if you want my real name, you have it? Not on day one. But yeah. Like, they're looking at all that. And I guess that's that's still the like the old school gamer in me is getting used to like the new uh, kind of infrastructure of these things where they are living, breathing entities that go right. on for right, 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 right. It's not like we well, open up the box and it doesn't work because otherwise that's an Xbox One and it doesn't yeah. do anything yet. But that day it does, and a month later it might be completely different. Like, we look at what the 360 looked like at launch with, like, the blades and stuff like sure, that yeah. versus what it landed on now. I mean, it's it's night and day. So well, this isn't to paint, like, a completely rosy picture of what's going on with the PlayStation 4. Obviously, it launches, it's got a, you know, whatever, 0.4% 
failure rate, but on top of that, even with mine working, right? Like, you've got a name request. Okay, I'll get it. Oh God, I've got a hundred of them. I approve two, and then they're all blank. And yeah, then if you yeah. want to approve real friends, it's like it's still a pain in the ass. I'm using the Vita, but that's almost not I, a great I, solution. I did notice that on the homepage, I was flicking through my game library, and it was like, Lego Marvel, Lego yep, Marvel. Yep, Lego and then Marvel. it was just like the team in a row, circle, blank boxes. Yeah, yeah. But you know, again, all that stuff works itself out in time. I mean, the fact yeah. that the, the PSN didn't immediately explode with a yeah. million people trying to access it, that's pretty impressive based on, you know, how crappy it was. I, I was surprised to see a lack of a dedicated YouTube app. Right, yeah. I really, mean, that yeah. seemed like a big yeah. oversight to miss at launch. I went to watch an IGN video on the browser. And IGN app coming soon. I was going to say, yeah. did you find the <laughs> missing IGN app? Yeah. Weird too? That, that we'll was ob obviously, uh, we'll get to that next. But yeah, just their, their web browser seemed very clunky. Like, sure. there, there might be better ways to do it. Well, I noticed the, um, like, have you guys, did you guys use the PlayStation app at all? Oh yeah, iPhone. from the phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, I, heard it, it's, I heard it's good. It's cool. It just it kind of like logs you out every few minutes, so you have to kind of sure. connect it all the time. Uh, the, I, you know, somebody, one of my roommates, Mike, pointed this out that you know when you're going in to type someone a message, if you have it sunk, you can hit that button. You can turn on the app and just type there, like you're typing a text message. See, that's and it all cool. appears on screen. Anytime that's... there's a box to fill in text, you can use it as second screen device. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, I noticed that for typing in game codes and yeah. stuff like that, the download yeah. codes, you just use your phone, yep. and it's so much faster than yeah. Yeah, I mean, for I mean, for what they've done on day one, it's I'm super impressed after yeah. you know six years of watching them fail at everything. <laughs> it's like, whoa, you guys listened. Yeah, this is that's, PlayStation that's 3. the startling thing about it is that it is pretty easy to paint a rosy picture actually of PS4 because it's pretty fucking awesome. You know, like like that's what's so surprising about it is that like Greg said, we've covered PlayStation for a long time and it's just been sometimes painful. You know, like watching. This company make really unintuitive and strange decisions with a glut of games they don't support and all those kinds of things. And I understand people are disappointed with the launch library a little bit, but let's let's get a little context. Like, I want people to tell me the last time a console launched and it had Call of Duty and Battlefield and Assassin's Creed and a Kill Zone and yeah. you know all of the and a Need for Speed and all. Like, give me a break. The, the, li <laughs> like, the, the, the library's fine. Like, but. You know, back when we played, when we bought N64, we had Mario and 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 Pilot Wings for two months. Yeah. You know, and that was it. Like, the, the Wii U launched with an with an Assassin's Creed and a Call of Duty and all those. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, but, but like these are not the full like. Well, Assassin's Creed is probably the same. Yeah. But Call of Duty, no one's playing that game on on Wii U. Like, no. Like these are these. This is a the this is a really fantastic third party supported launch, comparable in number to PS2, but definitely better in quality than yeah. the PS2s. We had a lot of Greg and I was talking about Smuggler's Run, but there was a lot of from yeah. software games on PS2's launch. There was obviously Phantavision's the first party game that was probably my favorite game that came out at launch. But um, this is a really strong launch library, comparable I think most to Vita with in quality. Now of course Vita the the, the the sales of the hardware has not has not you know gone at all up at all uh, even though the quality of the software is there. So we have to see. But a one million sold in twenty four hours in one territory in the territory they were losing in yeah. is uh, is significant. And people that were saying that console gaming is dead or dying, <laughs> well, yeah. I laugh so hard at that. I know people were trying to read into even the Wii U is really soft numbers. We've talked about this on on GameScoop before, like. Wii U is, sold, is selling really bad. It sold well, like right away, like right away, half a million, I think, in the U.S. in the first week or yeah. something like that, which is great. Um, but you know, pretty poor sales after that. I think four million worldwide, and everyone kind of extrapolated from that. Like, is console gaming dead? Do people not really care? Now, clearly, they care. You know, and what I'm what I'm most interested in now is how Xbox One does and how PS4 does with a long tail. If people can find them and and how these things sell, I think console gaming is alive and well for now. Um, and I think Sony's actually being smart about. 
limiting its its first party releases for now and stringing them along so that sure. they can support each one of them because they they just shit these games out sometimes. You can do that when you have a when you have such a strong third party library. Like that's the problem. Some console developers go, "Hey, we we have one first party game, another one in six months. Mm-hmm. That'll be fine, right?" And it's like, no, you need that yeah. that whole army beneath you. And I gotta say, 1080p is kind of a thing. Kind of like want to keep playing games like that. I yeah. don't know. I'm going to have my whole new Xbox experience with my Xbox One this weekend. Yeah. See if it's anything like the weekend I just spent. When I left for work this morning, I walked by my PS4 and I was like, man, I'm kind of going to miss that thing. Yeah, you're right. That's all I want to do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see if this whole 720, 1080 thing plays out. But I'm kind of spoiled right now. Yeah. So I turned on my PS3 just to sync uh, uh, cloud save from Sound Shapes. And just playing with the DualShock 3, I was like, oh, man. Like, this is a little rough. Like, it feels... Yeah. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so used to it, how many thousands of hours did we play with that thing? And it, 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 it just felt cheaper. And, like, yeah. it yeah. was just weird, like, just, just with a little time on PS4. I'm like, I'm going to go back to it because Final Fantasy X HD is going to be there and Tales of Exilia 2 and a few other games, Last Castlevania. Yeah. yeah, the Last of Us DLC, but you almost don't want to go back to that now. Yeah. You're going to have to, but you don't, like, almost don't want to. I like the new controller a lot. The only weird thing is the, the option button. It, it's kind of in a weird spot. It's like, yeah. it's... it's Directly touching the, the the touchpad there, right? So like yeah. when I try to hit it, I'll sometimes hit the touchpad. I also think it's weird that it's not called a start button. I get that you don't. There's no reason to have a dedicated button for starting a game, but every controller since the NES has had one, right? Yeah, so my, like my, thirty years that, of game controllers. That broke me all weekend, where I was like, oh man, I should just pause this. Yeah. Home <laughs> option, giant touch square yeah. <laughs> thing in the left. No, that's share. I don't want to share that. I want to pause. I want yeah. an option to no option to. Okay, got it. Great. It was very confusing and. You know, we'll get it over time, but it yeah, it totally threw me off. Well, it's like when Xbox changed select to back, and like that was to me that was like that was yeah, a, that was, that was a weird too. thing too, yeah, and, and that made that made more sense and became. It still makes no nature. sense why that's called the back button. <laughs> no, no, back. back? No, it's I, I think it was designed to be like you know, the select button like had no functionality. There were games, <laughs> especially in the NES era, I was like, well, this game button doesn't it's do anything. The title <laughs> so yeah. like, I had to select you know one or two players. Like, usually, button. yeah, you could just press down, and said it was like select player two. Can I just press down? Yeah, it was like we're gonna make you use the select. <laughs> here and some and some random games it would pause the game for yeah. you, but other than that, so you just yeah you know, get rid of it. I think it's just there for symmetry and you know you, need, you know on our white controllers we have those like special IGN white controllers yeah. that we got yeah. last week that doesn't even say, even say anything on them. It's cool. It's just two buttons and and uh, it's nice and clean. It's it's a it's a great system. Now I want to see like what happens to it in six months. I want to see how it does over yeah. the long term. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm super impressed with it. This is this is the most dynamic console ever released. Now like whether Xbox One will do it better, it probably will actually in a lot of ways because of their pedigree. But like this is a new era, you know, like yeah. for, for game consoles and even though I don't care about streaming, I don't want to do any of that stuff. Like it's cool that it's cool I that think it's that is really cool. It's though. there that yeah. it's it's I'm, cool that it's there. I'm excited to start doing that. I was thinking about this weekend, but like I wasn't really doing anything that I felt was shareable. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just playing my games like normal. But like I'm looking forward to that moment when I like, I get a crazy headshot and I'm like, Oh my god, that was awesome. I can share that Yeah. Anything. Yeah, it's 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 just weird how much more of it than a game console it is. And we used to have these static experiences with just the games and, and it you know, and Xbox 360 and PS3 started to change that a lot, but now it's just a whole nother thing, you know. It's 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 pretty cool. It's it's really cool, I think. I was struck by how easy it was to set up. Like, it was, it was oh my totally god, pain, yeah, right? totally painless. So my, my favorite part of that process was I unplugged my PS3 and plugged in my PS4. <laughs> right. Same exact cables. Yeah. I didn't yeah, have to move my entertainment a, center. So yeah. I just now anytime I want it, I'm like, I really gotta play PS3 again. I will just swap those two out. There's not there's not like a whole thing. I don't know what it's like with Xbox One, but I have a, a feeling with that giant clunky power cube that I'm yeah. gonna have to shove behind somewhere. It's I'm gonna have to pull everything out, put everything back in. But this it was so much easier. Yeah. Logged it in my profile in like two seconds. It was I was 
playing games under my account. And, and yeah, you know, like we were saying, like I'm so used to seeing Sony screwed up that like I kept waiting for the, all right, now I'm logged in. Let's see how this Facebook works. And I'm like, oh, I haven't updated my profile pic and I want it from Twitter, so is that gonna, t and it was like, oh, bam, just happening, happening, yeah. happening. And like the only thing is I got to Twitch and I couldn't stream to Twitch immediately. And there was, I kept getting this code and I'm, I'm like, well, whatever. And I Googled the code, there was a kid who had the same problem and he had a solution right underneath it. And I was like, oh, well. Wow. This is, okay. <laughs> this is weird. It's all actually working for a change. It's neat. Now, now I want to see, now that these consoles do different things and, and are really very dynamic, I want to see how Sony and Microsoft compete and like, work against each other to one-up each other over, yeah. the, over the years. Because these things are going to be very different in two or three years than they are even now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is going to be how they feed off each other and compete with each other because they're going after the same audience. And that audience so obviously is hungry. Based on these sales numbers, you know, yeah, if they had, if they could manufacture more than a million consoles, they would have sold them. You know, like that's insane. Ty walked into a GameStop Sunday morning and bought one. Awesome! Yeah. Oh wow, that's right. Like ten, ten ready to go on the shelf. That's so awesome. Like I, I wish I had. Like when I bought my Wii. Uh, in 2007, I couldn't find one until like August of 2007. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, and when I bought it, I was like, bought it, and I saw another one after I like a few months <laughs> later, and I bought that one too. <laughs> yeah. Just so I can like, give it to some of my family or whatever. It's like I, I hope people don't have to go through that, like that kind that of scarcity. Like that it, sucks. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm happy people are already. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing things of people not being able to find any anywhere they go. But it, it's also just it's so cool that it comes with the you know you get your free trial of PS Plus and yeah. then you get two games for free and yeah. one of them is awesome and you get ten bucks. Yeah, and you get ten bucks. Just yeah, it, it, even like the the box even has a handle on it. Know, so like everything has is even easier. <laughs> even down to like on on Friday, sixteen people at IGN got PS4s. We all just walked out like we're holding briefcases, leaving a yeah. day at work. You know, and it's well, I enjoyed that Mike Pereira tried to hide his when he got on the train. So he walked out of the building with the PS4 in a PlayStation bag, with then a burlap bag over the top. And I'm like, <laughs> you're not hiding from anyone what you're carrying. I just had mine in my Amazon box that it came in. Yeah, and then our train broke down. Oh shit! Like. In the Wait, sunset. The San Francisco Muni broke yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you believe it? So I just like got out of the train. Just, I was like not even gonna get mad about it. I just broke down my box, threw it in someone's garbage can or someone's recycling can, and just walked down the street with this little briefcase, 25 blocks. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you got the new PlayStation? I'm like, right here. <laughs> I will murder you. You come near me, sir. I don't want to kill you. It's full of guns. <laughs> so yeah, sounds like we all really enjoyed our PS4. It's only the first of many weekends. Yeah. Yeah. That we'll be spending with the PS4. Uh, yes. And Rezoga. Viewers, let us know how you are finding your PlayStation 4. Let us know in the comments and on Twitter. And stay tuned for more from IGN GameScoop. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. I'm joined now by Ryan McCaffrey, Hello. Marty Sleva, hey. Mitch Dyer. Hello. And the Xbox One is just hours away Whoa. at this point. Oh, man, we're in the future. And <laughs> at that point, at midnight tonight, when the Xbox One launches, this gen ends. This oh. generation is over. Get rid of it. <laughs> just burn your console. Your Xbox 360 is <laughs> no <laughs> It's over. Grand Turismo 6. I still need Forget to play uh, the South Park RPG if yep. it ever comes out. There's a lot of games next year. Yeah. But I know, I know. Yeah. But then all the next gen consoles will be out. Sure. Oh, and yeah. all of Telltale's episodes for all their like walking. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All that Wolf stuff. Among Us. Yeah. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Yeah. For a second, I was like, we can't talk about that. <laughs> no.
<laughs> we can now. Yeah. yeah. We've been talking about yeah. it all day. Now we're going to talk about it with you. Anyway, I thought it would be a good time to start looking back at this generation. The question that I want to pose to you, gentlemen, is what was the best year for games this generation? Now, before you say anything, I've put together a little chart here. <laughs> I don't even need your chart, Damon. But oh, I think it's oh, a constant <laughs> I, I think the picture it paints is interesting because I pulled IGN's highest rated games from each year. Okay. Okay. It's like, like a natural curve, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like, so the, the games <laughs> that got like high 8s to a 10, you know, in 2006 is pretty slim picking. Yeah. So yeah. Four games. But then as you go, it peaks around 2009 and 2010 and then drops, drops again. back off again. Yeah. Interesting. Until the most recent years. Yeah. We'll re reconvene in 10 years. Well, you know why? This chart. But for real, <laughs> one PS4. So it's new ideas, new ideas, sequels sweet, to those, and yeah. where they peak. Like and then, they, and too then, many sequels. And then, yeah, <laughs> too many sequels, interest trails off. That's yeah. exactly what That's happens. really interesting. That's video That's really games interesting. Right interesting, yeah. I just did science. Yeah, yeah man. That just happened. But you guys have your own picks. You want to start, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I guess uh, chronologically, yeah, I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, as soon as you as soon as you propose this topic, which I think is a great great topic for games, thank Coop, you. Two thousand seven is the only correct answer. Whoa, Whoa. Whoa. that's Two thousand seven is the only correct answer. Mass Effect, Halo Three, Rock Band, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh, Orange Box. Orange Box, which of course by itself is yeah, that's full kinda... of Portal and Half Life Episode Two, yeah. Team Fortress, uh, Team Fortress Two. Fortress 2. Yeah. So, uh, just just those. Bioshock. Right. I think Bioshock. Bioshock. That was another big one. Yeah, Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare. Call of Duty yeah. 4. The yes. first Mario Galaxy came out yeah. that year. And Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah. So, it seems like that was the year. 2007 was, was the year this gen that developers really started getting it's, yeah. it's when everything the new changed. consoles. Yes, yeah. yes. It's, you look at Modern Warfare, and that's where shooters change. And you look at Galaxy, and that's where platformers changed. And every, I feel like everything in 2007 was the yeah. start of something. Yeah. Rock Band, right? Before it became this like crazy big thing that popped, and yeah. suddenly nobody cared anymore. So. Yeah, yeah. For me, like to be devil's advocate, even though like that that year to me is phenomenal. Yeah. But you could say that almost all of those games you named had sequels that were better. That's what I was gonna say. 2010. I would get, say Mario Galaxy Two is, is better that, than Mario Galaxy One. That was 2010. Mass Effect Two, Mass Effect two Mass is one. better. Rock How, Band Two to Rock. No, number one. <laughs> but but however, yes, you're right yeah. on a but. The, the Mario Galaxy 2 is a better game than Mario Galaxy mm -hmm. 1, but for me, I hold the first one in higher esteem because I had the sense of wonder and newness sure, and right. discovery with yes, the first yeah. one. Whereas with the second one, you know, I'd been around that uh, that planetary block yeah. once before, yeah. Yeah. so it just didn't quite have the same yeah. impact. Yeah. 2007 is defined by those games, right? Like when you think back about 2007, that's a year that is imprinted in your mind. Yeah. Whereas, like I think back at 2011, at that point we're years deep into the console cycle. There are some great games and there are awesome sequels, but I can't think of one game where it's like that was that was 2011. Yeah. So even like so Portal 2 is a great game, but when you don't think you don't associate Portal 2 nah, with 2011. With, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean it's just kind of like at that point I feel like we were so deep into it that maybe it all just kind of blends together and stops being definitive by year. I mean, yeah, but that fall, I mean, between Skyrim and, and Dark Souls sure. and uh, yeah. you know, Skyward Souls, Arkham City, oh, Uncharted 3. Like, Two, that was a busy 2007 fall. for me, the, you know, those games that you just listed, yeah. several of those are, if I were to make a top 10 or even top 5 of this entire generation, yeah. probably at least three of the games. I mean, Mass Effect 1, Rock Band, Orange Mario Box. Galaxy, three of Orange those. Orange Box, yeah. Orange Box. And like, those are all, that's like, <laughs> those are seriously, <laughs> those really, are my top games of the yeah. entire generation. Yeah. You know what I think it is? I think it's like that, we were a year after the Xbox 360, or two years, about two, year. two years. A year and a year change. and a bit. Um, the Wii had been out for a bit, we'd seen what it could do, mm -hmm. and I think Gears and Oblivion had been out by then. 
Gear, those were both 06. Yeah. yeah. So by then, we had, we'd gotten a taste of what Next Generation could be, but I think it finally hit its stride in 07, and we finally saw a bunch of developers really hitting their mark on games that were only next-gen. Yeah. They weren't tied to previous-gen, sure. there were no ports. It was, this is next-gen, this yeah. is the shit. This is what's Okay, up. and what's yeah. amazing about those, most of those 2007 titles were all within about three months of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Bioshock they were like was October, August. November. Yeah, it was August through November. That's right. For, mo- for almost all of that. That is crazy. So I wonder if 2007 will be like, like 2015 will be like 2007 for us. Well, oh, man. I, yeah. I'm looking, I'm already looking towards uh, for Mirror, the new Mirror's Edge in mm, 2015, yep. so that's like, that's, <laughs> that's my game of the generation already, I'm calling it. <laughs> All right, Marty, what, what were you feeling? Uh, 2007's amazing. I feel like I have to go with 2012 with last, last year. Last year. Yeah. Um, to me... It was an incredible know, year. It was an incredible was. year. And, and when I look back at this generation, I think the two games that are going to stick with me are uh, The Walking Dead and Journey. And both of those games can argue year. with. And then you yeah. have you had this just flood of amazing indie games from you know Mark the Ninja to Hotline Miami mm-hmm. to Fez. FTL. FTL. Yeah, FTL. Can I throw in one other non-indie yeah, but absolutely. totally uh, Mass Effect Three, the Mass trilogy 3. concluded, which yeah. that was that was like a hundred hours of our yeah. lives yeah. coming to an end. Yeah. Talk about spanning a generation. You had you had Diablo three, you had Dishonored, you had That's right. you had XCOM. Far Cry yeah. three. You had Far Cry yeah, three, man. you had Spec Ops yeah. the Line. Yeah, Part of the Swarm last year as well. Which one? Heart of the Starcraft Swarm? Starcraft 2, Heart of the Swarm. That might have been this year. Might have been, yeah. yeah it's all messed up. Like it all blends together for me. In yeah, the only yeah, strong uh, call. I feel like the uh, the Wii U launched in 2012, but mm. uh, none of those games were, were really worth it. And the 3DS hadn't hit its stride yet. That didn't mm. happen until early this year. So Nintendo was sort of the only one, in my opinion, missing from 2012. It looks like Nintendo peaked, at least the Wii peaked, uh, in 2010. Because that was Galaxy 2... Kirby's Epic Yarn and Donkey Kong Country Returns yeah. all came that year. Yeah. Man, that was a good year. That was a good <laughs> For year. For uh, Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. Anyway. Uh, I, my instinct reaction was 2007 as well, but mm. I looked just kind of skimming through other releases. I feel like 2008 was one of the best years all around for every platform this mm. generation. Um, when you look at Wii, there was Super Mario, er, sorry, not Super Mario, uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawl yeah. came mm-hmm. out that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as No More Heroes. We had Burnout Paradise. We had Sins of a Solar Empire and The Witcher. This was a... Sea of Rev that year? Sea of Rev was that year. Yeah. Uh, Gears 2 was that year. Rock Band 2. I mean, we're hitting that sequel bump, right? Where it's like, oh, shoot, they had all these really good things, and now they're even better. Yeah, that was also the first year for Little Big Planet, which is a big... Oh, wow. Sony yeah, sure. Wow. Was that AC2? Oh, I really want to say that was 09. Okay. Oh, AC2 that, was 09. Yeah, so uh, yeah. that was the one year we didn't get Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the one where, yeah. where they were figuring it out. Yeah, like, well, um, this game. <laughs> yeah I mean, what else was on our, our top-rated list? Uh, did you mention Bionic Commander Rearmed is on there? Oh, oh my god, yeah. was that really 08? Castle Crashers came out. Castle Crashers, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Rearmed is one of my favorite games. Still making money, still on yeah. the top, yeah. top charts. Left 4 oh, yeah. Dead, the first Left 4 oh, Dead. God, There's even, like, I mean, yeah. I'm looking at a giant list of stuff right now, like uh, even on DS, Sonic Chronicles, The Dark Brotherhood. That was the Bioware Yeah, It was this awesome Sonic RPG that came out of nowhere. Um, it was. I mean, eight was a weird year where there were a lot of like weird misfires, but there was some great stuff. Um, what were some of the misfires? Yeah. Well, that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> well, I just <laughs> Rock <laughs> Revolution. Uh, <laughs> that was a, that was the, the drum. The yeah. drums for that were. I don't know how anyone could have greenlit those things. Yeah. If yeah. you've if you've seen them, Google them if you don't yeah. know what I'm talking. But about. this was also. I mean, Metal Gear Solid Four, Grand Theft Auto Four, Dead Space yeah. was yeah. 08. It was a huge year. Another like it was just riding the wave of next gen is cool and it's yeah. here finally. Yeah. Now, a lot of people know like I, I'm a big fan of like Xbox Live Arcade yeah. and, and that stuff. It looks like 2010 maybe was the peak year for that. That was the year that we got Limbo yep. and Super Meat Boy yeah. 
and Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. Was that DX. also Trials and Shadow Complex, or was that 2009? I think that was the Trials, year before, yeah. Yeah, I don't I think, think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and Deathspain came out that year, too. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. Great yeah. game. Also, 2010, 2010 might be, just for me personally, my year, because that was the year Red Dead Redemption came out. Oh. I think that's same the, day as Alan Wake, uh, oh, which, yeah. I also love, yeah. which I also love. Yeah. And I, yeah. think, I think Red Dead is the best game Rockstar made this generation. I totally agree. My, yeah. my personal uh, also, 2010, uh, Enslaved, one of my favorite games enslaved? of the generation. Yeah. Love Enslaved. Just, Sleeper, Just yeah. Cause Two. Oh, oh so yeah. it was so fun. Yeah. I like that. Game. That was a year. And then uh, for, on the PlayStation side, Heavy Rain came out, which is a big, yeah. 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 my big favorite PS3 game. Yeah. Oh, big, yep, big claim. Yeah. Marty and I were talking today. 2013 had like a lot of great games. Kind of sucked in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, transition year. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, Bioshock Infinite. Yep. The Last Space of 3, Us. GTA 5. Tomb Raider. Yeah. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Splinter Cell Blacklist. Lots Blacklist of, was like, great. Like I said, lots of great stuff. Like Rayman Legends, amazing. Yeah. Gone Home came out. This yeah. Yeah. Okay. Big time. But yeah, it maybe it, compared to some of these, I'm already years. putting that on my 2013 yeah. list yeah. after Wolf one Among episode. It's really good. Yeah. You know, another game from 2008. Speaking of like. That game or that that year was just great for all platforms. Persona Four on PS2. PS2 was still going. Mm. Hey, you know what was uh, 2012? Persona Four Gold. Persona Four Gold, <laughs> the best version of that game. Looking at all these games, it just makes me think this generation has been. It's been solid. It was so oh, it's incredible. incredible. Yeah. People, you know, I've been gaming a long time. People can get nostalgic and yeah. reminisce and uh, miss the good old days of yeah. gaming. But th- this shows like it's it's this is. A better time than ever yeah, to be a true. gamer. Yeah, I mean, games. if this upcoming yeah. generation, if we're able to sit here seven years from now and rattle off games like this, like, yeah. that's going to be incredible. It's really good. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Viewers, what do you think was the best year for games this generation? Let us know in the comments and on Twitter. And stay tuned for more from IGN GameScoop. Before we check in with the listeners, let's check in with Greg Miller. Hey! Greg is about to embark on a Thanksgiving adventure. That's right. I've had enough of this American pastime of Thanksgiving, (laughs) and I'm going to Japan. You go, like, tomorrow, right? Yeah, well, I drive to L.A. tomorrow and fly out to Japan on Sunday. Do they even have turkeys over there? No. They only have sushi. They only have fish. Do they have chicken wings? No. That pizza? Yeah, they, wait, they do have chicken wings. Well, no, they have. No, they, don't. they have buffalo wings. They have chicken wings. The tanuki is a Japanese raccoon. Yeah. So there's got to be some sort of Japanese turkey. Well, sure, I'm sure. Tur- I'm, I'm, not, I'm not being literal. They, they've never something. heard of a turkey. turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Can you eat tanuki? I guess yeah. you'll find out. That's what I mean, I, you see all the people running around sure. with the tails. They've but got what happens to the rest of them. You would think? you eat a raccoon? If I had to. If, it was, if no, I was clean. Not if you had to. Like, would you just use I don't know where Yeah, I would eat a raccoon. I would not eat like a raccoon off the today. street, right? Like, I mean, it's like someone's cooking it up. Street raccoon. Yeah, I, don't want a street <laughs> I would not eat a dead street raccoon. But if I, if you made a nice stew, yeah. I would eat. A, I would eat a, a raccoon. What about like fried chicken? Like yeah, fried I would raccoon. eat a fried, fried raccoon. Fried raccoon. Yeah, I'm not. What too about good. some raccoon in your ramen? Took took that raccoon meat raccoon and fried ramen. up. Yeah. Listen to Fancy Hatfield over here rolling his eyes too at your raccoon. fried raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> I think I am too good to eat raccoon. Oh, whatever. You grew up in Kansas. Yeah. I'm sure you ate. What about rabbit? You eat rabbit? I do eat rabbit. Squirrel. Yeah. Same thing. Human. What you, no, I've never eaten a squirrel. What are you talking about? That's Have not, you? I don't know. He, we didn't grow up in Kansas like yeah. a bunch of idiots. <laughs> That's going to Japan. Going to go to Tokyo? Winter's Bone told me that poor people in Arkansas eat squirrels. So Who's Winter's Bone? Oh, the movie. That's a movie Bone. poor people watch. Yeah. <laughs> I just got done answering a, a million to the Hunger Games. stupid made-up Xbox names. So I was like, who, which one of my friends is Winter's <laughs> Bone? <laughs> anyway, you're going to Tokyo. Can't wait. What's your plan? 
We are going to there and drinking and partying and hanging out. It's. I was thinking about this today. Like I'm not. I'm thinking about not bringing my laptop. Yeah, don't don't. Which will be and if that Why happens, would you bring your laptop in case I needed to check in on anything, both oh. for IGN or YouTube or whatever. No. Yeah, but Give this will be. If, if that happens, then this will be the first vacation where I've cut off from the world. You should do that. Right. You should do. That. I'm still gonna tweet. I got a tweet. That's okay. Well, That's loud. You're just going to use Wi-Fi at the hotel? Yeah, like, Wi-Fi hotel stuff. What do you, what do you think the real... Let's get real talk. Yeah. What are the odds that you don't take your con, your computer? Christine seemed pretty upset when I mentioned it today. So I'm, to, I'm thinking... And like once you, Wait, wait. Upset taking to, it or not taking it? Taking it. She's like, I don't want you to take it. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. I'm like, well, what if I do this? She's like, I understand that, but it's more going to be stressing you out and make you grumpy traveling. Yeah, than don't. swinging your giant bag around your giant laptop. Do just that wonderful woman a favor and leave that garbage behind and spend and time with yourself. Just bring all my other garbage. Bring all your other toys. Bring my Vita, my 3DS, my iPad. I'm buying another Vita there. <laughs> really? I mean, yeah, I'm buying that pink and black one. Oh, yeah. I think sexy that. as hell. Getting a 64 gig card, too. Did you get Pumped. that Zelda? I did. Got two of them. I'm also one for, don't one for no one, That's not how you link between worlds. No one <laughs> what? No one alert the it's authorities. It's like Pokemon X and Y, right? <laughs> no one alert the authorities, but I'm smuggling games into the country for Pandemus to take back to Australia to smuggle into his country. I don't know that's illegal. Just saying. It's fine. I'm not gonna claim them on my customs. <laughs> what if they're full of drugs? Well, <laughs> different. And koalas. Uh Guys, on my way home from work tonight, uh-huh. I'm going. I I have I had GameStop set aside a uh, a Wii U for me. Really? Uh, for what? Super <laughs> Mario? I, yeah, and I got the HD the Zelda, the Wind Waker bundle. Oh nice. my god! Did they really need to set you on aside? You couldn't. You were, couldn't just walk I, in. When I called the guy, he said, "You know, we don't have any left." So I said, "Can you set one aside for me?" And literally, this is what he does. He goes, "Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, we can do that, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, so oh, that, all right. He probably, he probably recognized your voice from GameScoop and was trying to figure out if it was really you. That's awesome, man. So what what kind of turned the tides for you? Was it that you well, just, you you jumped on a 3DS like, a couple months ago, right? Yeah, and I, I really like 3DS. But, you know, finally, I wanted to play Wind Waker HD. Yeah. And I want to play Super Mario. That Mario yeah. looks so yeah. good. Mario yeah. looks so good. It's so good. Yeah, it's so really good. We've been well, playing it every night at home. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. I know it, Kim, my girlfriend, wants to play with me too. So yeah, so you might you might have the same thing. Like Kim doesn't play 3D platforming games, right? Mm, no. So it it took or anything, it, really. it took uh, <laughs> it took Teresa a few nights to kind of get it, and she yeah. still jumps into into pits randomly, wildly out of nowhere. But whatever, I still I yeah. was playing last night yeah. with Christine, and like she, I was like I was the only one alive or whatever, and I ran up the thing to hit the flagpole and jumped, and then all of a sudden I was going off the side yeah. of the world. Like it's like that's 3D, still my 3D that's tough, man. Can I can I give whole, you that's still my hang up with. The Mario games. Can I give you guys a quick pro tip? Yeah, Yeah, sure. So in like the world, in world one, two, or level one, two, in the first world, uh, you can bounce a turtle shell between a wall and another wall and stand on it and get infinite lives. Stand on the shell? Oh, it's like the old one. Just hop on it, bounce, bounce, bounce. Same same thing you can do in 3D land. Well, that was in one, two in the original, I think. So uh, it was in one, three in the original, actually. Mm. And so uh, you'll start the game with hundreds of lives, and then when you die constantly, it's not that big of a deal. How long you got to sit there to get all lives? I'll just put it down for five minutes to check the okay. tweets. Gotcha. <laughs> well, check what do you phone. think? Like, let's say you don't give yourself 200 lives. So what if you run out of lives? Well, it depends on if the person you're playing with is okay with a game over screen. Oh, sure, sure, lot. sure, sure. That's yeah. a good point. That's a great point. And the co-op. But yeah, like in co-op. single player, game over screens are like an outdated. It's like, oh, game over. Oh, no. Oh, you're what back. What even happens like, in yeah. world if you run out of lives? I don't I, know. No, you get a game over. And then what? But it saves it after. Your save? No, it saves. The, this game is the first Mario yeah. game to save after every level, okay. which is actually really awesome. I appreciate that. What do yeah. you mean? What about what do they do before that? 
they saved at the beginning of every world and every checkpoint between at mid worlds, like mid castles and stuff like that. I know this yeah, shit. Brian Justin. knows what he's talking about. Three <laughs> D land saves after every level. No, it doesn't. It sh- it saves at the uh, at the at the Let worlds. Him Let him otherwise, the there's they got to work this out. <laughs> no, otherwise, uh, otherwise you have to use the quick save in Three D land. Yeah, I guess I believe you. I didn't. I never even. <laughs> I guess I believe you. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking back to Three D land. Welcome I don't to think Super I... Mario Court. <laughs> <laughs> I never rule, bitch. <laughs> I never didn't have like a hundred lives in Three D land. Yeah. So I don't think I ever actually so experienced it. And you never had a terrible co-op partner like I have at home. Aww. I'm very excited for Zelda. Yes, DS. yes, yes. It's, my, it's probably my game of the year. Wow, mm, yeah. that's I exciting. really love. And I mean, I yeah. loved a lot of games this year, but I'm saving it because I'm also going to play it on my flight to Japan. Oh. Nice, because I'm flying to Japan for New Year's. How long is that flight? It's like ten it's hours. It's okay. eleven hours. I'm surprised it's not longer. longer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you will you will beat that game there Actually, and back. I'm flying from Kansas, so it's going to be even longer. Okay, add three wow. hours onto that. So. Oh, yeah. goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Mario. Mario. All right. Oh! <laughs> That's good. Got the Tourette's out. Can you do the Mario cat meow? Meow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that one well enough, I don't yeah. think. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. What's up, listeners? This Yo. Is, this is Matthew Lee. Sounds he like said, the subject is awesome, a sequel to the best Zelda game ever. Now, where the fuck is my Metroid? <laughs> right? Did you see this my is, tweet this morning? This is what Justin was just talking about this over lunch. Was I? Did we talk about that? Yeah, we did. I already don't remember. Well, it meant something to me. (laughs) Where did you go for lunch today? You remember that much? Yeah. Damon and I have a Friday lunch date. Standing standing date. Uh He told me he cheated on me with you. I did. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. What does that mean? That's not what the other person said. I get around. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. I heard you're cheating on me with my my husband. Well, I mean, for me, that's that's okay. That doesn't... I mean... Anybody can have sex with me. <laughs> so I'm not part of your thing. You guys have a thing. That's okay. You Every guys... Friday, Damon and I go to Chipotle. Oh, yeah. neat. I get the bowl. He gets the three tacos. Yep. Talk that's about today. Super Metroid 2 and then forget it. Yeah. That's, that part <laughs> yeah. Today there was a new girl making my tacos and they were kind of sloppy. It was bad. You know, yeah. sometimes they just sort of fall apart. Yep. Sloppy tacos. Sloppy that, tacos. That's, that's working for the you. new girl. <laughs> I met a lot of sloppy tacos that fell apart, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Gross. This <laughs> is <laughs> uh, Matthew Lee. He says, tomorrow's the big day. Nintendo is releasing the highly anticipated and wholly unexpected sequel to one of its most cherished games, The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. Hard to quantify just how monumental it is to get a sequel to such a beloved game more than 20 years after its release. But all of this just has me thinking more and more, what the fuck is going on with Metroid? (sighs) We've had numerous Mario sequels, 2D and 3D, spin-offs collections. We're getting a second 2D Donkey Kong Country in a few weeks. Even Kirby has had a few sequels and 2D games in the recent past. Yet the last Metroid game came out way back in the dark ages of 2004. I do not count that hideous abomination, uh, Other M. That's what you call the ultimate work. Other M was the best Metroid game of all time. <laughs> and so it didn't need, that was it. You're it's, done. It's once, not, you, once you craft a perfect 10, you close the book and push it away. You're I mean, that was a prequel to Super Metroid. So wait, no, oh, but yeah, also story wise, I'm confused right. about what makes she it. She was work. all hung up on the Metroid that saved her, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or was it a sequel? I think it was a sequel. It was a sequel. I thought yeah. it was a sequel. Yeah, okay. So there you go. There's your sequel to Super Metroid. So th- his problem is another 2D one. I think. Too bad. Yeah. So the the yeah. issue here is he named a ton of games that sell really well, and then a bunch of Metroid games. That's really the problem. Metroid. Well, they're not giving F- people what they want. Well, I mean, it's a cold world out there, Justin. Yeah, Prime was okay. Take it back. Prime's okay. Prime is great. But, like, Super Metroid is incredible. Like, it's greater than great. It's so good. That's true. So good. It's my favorite. Did you, did you play the, the Game Boy Advance ones? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's the closest we've, we've come. Yeah, that was the last so, one. That's what yeah, he's talking Fusion, about. 2004. Yeah. Fusion was Fusion the last one. Fusion and Zero one. Mission, which was a remake of the original. Yep. 
Um, with, but, with new stuff added, right? Yeah, with yeah, new stuff. It was, new it areas, was totally new different. It was like a completely different game. But, but. Uh, I mean, none of those games really sell well. Other M, I'm guessing, sold terribly. Uh, Metroid Prime 3, I don't even think. I might have passed a million, maybe. Yeah, but his point is that they keep making, they're making another 2D Kirby. There's been like eight 2D Kirby games they, since there's they been they a 2D selling. Metroid. People buy those games. Oh, my goodness. You want to see, you want them to give a chance to the 2-bit Metroid. Yeah. I mean, I just want, like, this isn't business analyst, Justin. Could you strip out six of the bits, and then I'll be done with this game? (laughs) We, uh, business analyst, Justin, gets it, but uh, Super Metroid is my favorite game of all time. Like, I would literally... more. Would kill any one of you for a sequel. So we, we've actually we've made we've made this joke before, but uh, like we I I want to see like a like a new Super Metroid. That's sort of like what New Super Mario Brothers did for the franchice, or kind of what co-op? Link between. Yeah, but we don't want to add. I don't want any co-op. No, no co-op. But I mean, just make return to the original formula in a new art style. Make it extremely accessible for people again. Like I, I don't like seeing that the this like Metroidvania term's been thrown around like crazy over the last few years. We haven't had a good Castlevania in ages, and we haven't had a good Metroid <laughs> in ages. So it's kind of stupid that that word now belongs to games that are far better and more unique than the 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 genres and, and games it came from. It's, Man, it's a shame. Metroid's so different and so special compared to everything else that Nintendo does. It's like dark and atmospheric and it can be like uh you know pretty uh psychological in a lot of ways Super Metroid was. There's that like dead body before the boss fight that's being eaten up by the bugs. Yeah. I mean I, I'm I'm the game's so good. I'm one of the biggest fans of the Metroid franchise and unfortunately aside from the sales it has taken some really bad stylistic decisions and turns in the last few years uh it became less about the focus of this like single bounty hunter in this right. absent world on, yeah, a, on her own was really weird. and it was people barking orders at you and yeah, hunters was weird it was had multiplayer metroid prime pinball was fun yeah. but it was just strange other m is to, weird like, i mean they're just not giving people the game like we, so we have fire emblem on the ds and that game's a massive hit like it's classic it's hardcore it's challenging like why can't there be a 2d metroid on the 3ds i don't know I don't know. I mean, like, I, I by totally all means, it should it. be. I get that it's not a huge franchise, but it's just incredibly frustrating as someone that loves these games when you see stuff like that succeeding on the 2DS. It's not like it's you know weird and niche and no one's going to care. Like That game would be a big deal, just like Fire Emblem. The odd thing deal. about it, too, is that every time Samus makes an appearance in Smash Brothers, people go crazy for her. Right. Like it's, it's, that's a popular thing. But yeah. And also, also like uh, there was an entire Metroid game included in, in Nintendo Land that had multiplayer in it. Another weird-ass decision for the franchise. Like, yeah. Nintendo's fucking just, with us. Yeah, they do. They, <laughs> and they, they fuck with Metroid. They, they put it in weird places, and you're like, just give us a 2D Metroid. Like It can't be that hard. Like... And I don't want to bomb the hole. You go through the tunnel. Turn into a ball. Go get the thing. Get fight the boss. Little... It's over. Yeah, that's it. Call it a day. Little known fact: Samus is a woman. Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. This is Emilio Guerrero Barrera. That's an awesome name. Emilio. He's from Chile. He says, "Hey, hey, Damon. Just a little bit of information regarding the exclusive games for the next gen consoles." <laughs> He's got breaking th- reports from Chile. <laughs> he knows. He apparently knows. I'm a big fan of Metacritic. He's gotten the Metacritic scores for all the exclusives on next gen consoles. You're a Metacritic money hat, and then the averages. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, PS4 apparently only has three: Knack, Killzone, Shadowfall, and Resogun. Right? Yeah. First party exclusives. Yeah. Yeah. So just those three. Yeah. Well, Resogun's not. For, I mean, I guess what's he? Exclusives. Just exclusives, not okay. even. First so contrast party. doesn't count. Contrast right. is on PC. Gotcha. And mm. Xbox 360, I believe. Mm. Eventually, probably. Yeah. Not right now. Uh. Anyway. That's apparently okay, there's okay. something. Knack is 56, Kills on Shadowfall 73, Resolution 83. Uh, Xbox One has five. Rise, Dead Rising 3, Forza 5, Killer Instinct, and Crimson Dragon. What about the fighter within? Yeah. He, Emilio Guerrero Barrera overlooked that one. Dun, okay. dun, dun. Because as of an hour ago, 
There was only one score, and it was ours, and it was a 2.7. Damn! So it has a 27, on, which is by far the lowest-ranked next-gen game. Oh, goodness. Yeah. See, that would throw off the averages here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is already... The Wii U at launch only had three. New Super Mario Bros. U, Nintendo Land, and Zombie U. Yeah. Um, but... So the averages, you know, they're all in the same ballpark. The Wii U's average was highest. But Xbox One should be lower now, I guess. Yeah. Wii U's average was 79, Xbox One 70, and uh, PS4 71. Mm. So, but Fighter Within should pull Xbox One's down a little yeah, bit. Right? Yeah, But what is, like, I don't understand the value of averaging them. Because if there's a game that's shit, just ignore it. Just don't play it and buy it. Like, why would it bring down, like, the overall lineup? Just, it's, like, ignore it. when you're trying to compare, <laughs> this is the easiest way to do it, Justin. Right, oh, yeah. yeah. When, and it's it's also, like, this is this is the value that these console developers are showing the consumers that are part of the complete package. Like, if you want to get an Xbox One, this is what you can do on day one. These are all the phone calls we spent the last four years making sure, to call sure. these people to make these games to create this library for you, and it's a 67. Okay, but look, look, look. Think about it this way. Let's say there's two good PlayStation 4 games and nothing else. Nothing else at all. So it's average would be good. Yeah. Let's say there's two, three good Xbox games, but then like six shit ones. Mm-hmm. It would have a worse average, even though there's more, like that's a better lineup because there's more good games to play. Yeah, but you, I mean, you got to think about it like, you know, this, this is why I like Metacritic. This person does, you know, these two things amazingly, but these six things terribly. So you have to think about those six things. Like I was, I was telling no, you, somebody don't. That, you just ignore them. Well, you do. Cause it's like, if, uh, if like we went out to dinner and the dinner was amazing at the end of the dinner, they put out some garbage plate that no one liked and we're all <laughs> eating it. Like my Yelp review would change. Sure. Like, everything was good until that garbage. So part of this restaurant is like, there's, we sell some garbage here with some good stuff. <laughs> Microsoft. (laughs) (laughs) This is Big Tony style. Big Tony style. I love that name. Big time fan of GTA (laughs) 5 at 5. Yeah. Do you think both consoles will differ enough throughout their lifetime to merit owning both consoles? Too early to call. Yeah. I hope so. I have both now. (laughs) You have both. (laughs) Yeah, it's all about exclusives. I mean, like, let's look back at the last generation. Was 360 and PS3 different enough to warrant owning both? I would argue that they were not different enough to need to own both. I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, you end up in a position where, like, if you're a hardcore gamer, like, I did most of my gaming on the 360, but I was like, man, Uncharted is way too good. Like, some of this other stuff on Sony is way too good. I got to get a PS3. And that's yeah. the position. Like, you reach this tipping point where, like, now there's finally enough exclusives that I got to own this hardware. I mean, yeah. bu- buying, me and Brian have had this conversation a few times. You know, buying both at launch, I am totally aware that I'm probably going to stick with PlayStation 4 just because that's where all my friends are and trophies sure. and history is. And But, like, for Titanfall and for Dead Rising and Power Shot Golf or whatever it's called, yeah. which I like a lot. And Peggle. Peggle. You Peggle. know what I mean? Like, there's... I know that I'm spending $500 on a machine that I'm excited to play right now and then will collect dust literally for a while until something comes around. The same with my the Wii U, right? Like, I'm yeah. super jazzed on Mario right now, but as soon as that's done, pff, see you until Smash Brothers or yeah. Mario Kart. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I mean, we say this a lot here, but both of these things will be completely different machines in a year right. or right. two years. or yeah. And I don't know where the focus is going to be, but if it's just about games and it's going to come down to, as always, like Greg said, your friends and your achievements or trophies. And I don't care about achievements or trophies, and I really don't care about friends. So it's going to come down to where I want to play games. I ended up playing most of my multiplats on PS3, and it just happened one day, just like you did with 360. Yeah. One day you're just like, oh, I find myself doing this more. I'd like the controller better. And then my 360 collected dust for a year. But we you also, know that coming in. I have realistic expectations for what I'm doing with both these yeah, boxes. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like, we have no launches in no way indicative of... Uh, Damon, that's another thing we were talking about at our 
delicious lunch. You probably don't remember it. We covered a lot of uh, ground. <laughs> yeah, man, you guys don't eat, how do you eat the food? You just talk the whole time. Uh, <laughs> long walk there. Okay. You're just talking about like the launch of the 360 and the PS3 and like it's just like cameo and just garbage yeah. and then it's like it takes like a year for you to really get a handle on yeah. like what's going on, like what the internal teams are working on. So like 12 months from now will be completely different than it is yeah. today. Um, sure. You can get a feel for which controller you like more, which UI you like more, but um, you know, it, it will we'll have a much better idea of how things are shaping up in twelve months. Like if if this TV stuff eventually turns out the way they really want it to, and the Connect stuff turns out the way, it, and every time I go to watch a movie or a TV show, I associate it with my Xbox One. Yeah. Right. Then that thing's on all the time, and I'm really only using my PS4 for exclusive games. Yeah. And that's like, that's you. I mean, you you tip the tides in the living room by doing that, and I mean that could change everything for me because it's but, somebody who. I don't care about it, trophies and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be wherever I'm using the thing most. On my PS3, I, I watched movies there mostly. I watched see, TV like, shows. Coming home tonight, I'm hesitant to plug my cable box into the Xbox One because I, I was fooling around with it today and I didn't see like a standby mode. So, like, mm. is it literally I have to leave the console on, on the whole time? That can't be good for it. Yeah, like, I well, so I'm worried about that too. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't want my console on for five hours a night. Yeah. And the boot Wait. up screen, at least the two times I've done it today when it's screwing around, it took forever. Yeah. And like, I don't feel like doing that every time I want to watch TV. So, like, hey, quick, turn on the TV. Yeah. Hold on a second. Two minutes Xbox later. Is warming up. <laughs> we the missed Xbox, it. The Xbox boot up is long. Yeah. It's over a minute long. PS4 um, is really fast. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. So the PS4 is really on. fast from standby, not from like off off. Mm. Off. It's fast for me? Yeah, it was fast for me See, too. It's faster than the Xbox. And I have the I have the camera too, so it was just like, oh hey Brian, you're already in. Let me see weird. those balls. Let's <laughs> see those old balls. We, uh, it's the old maxim where uh, software sells hardware. Right. And like, I love, love, love Gears of War. It's like my favorite. I just love the way it feels. Love the cover Random. system. <laughs> love the whole thing. But what I'm getting at is like that game didn't exist anywhere when the 360 came out. Yeah. And like that became the thing. Like that's what led like the 360 charge for me. And so like, I don't know. I don't know what game is going to be announced next E3 that's going to completely change everything. Yeah. yeah. This changes everything. How do you think Paul here pronounces his last name? It's pretty easy. It's Gazum Kowalski. Yeah, wow. I could have done that. He says, Twitch, the real killer app. Boom. With the launch of the PS4 last week, and I've really enjoyed watching friends and industry insiders streaming next-gen games on Twitch. It was assumed but unclear if Xbox One was going to support the same from day one, and today we find out it is not coming until sometime in 2014. Sure, there's all that love for Titanfall, but is Twitch streaming the real killer app? Depends on who you are. For me, it is. I know you like it. For me, yeah. For me, I, I was like, I'll fool around with this and immediately fell in love with it. Just being yep. able to horse around in Assassin's Creed, talk to people, stream it. Then archive it, which I can't do anymore because they've disabled that, but it is coming back for some reason. Mm -hmm. And then put to YouTube and do all these different things with it. As somebody who you know likes creating online video and getting it to as many destinations as possible, like I'm, I'm totally in love with it. And that's the whole thing. I get back to like, I don't want my Xbox always on because I think I'm going to be playing my PlayStation 4 yeah. more when I can just stream everything. So, so run me through it. You get home... Do you, you put in the headset? That's what I do usually. Okay. Yeah. You can it run it like Christine and I were streaming on her channel from uh -huh. the bedroom and that was just off the camera on the mic. Or I'm sorry, the the mic's camera. The camera's mic. Yeah. And uh it was fine. It was great. It was crystal. Oh really? But then in the living room it was such a bigger open space that it, people were having a harder time hearing me, so I just put in the mono headset. Right. The headset right. that came with the system. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And as you're playing, people are asking you questions that are popping up like on a sidebar or right. something no, like that? Right. You're, you're basically, your screen shrinks in a little bit yep. so that you have like a runner on the bottom and then up the right side of the screen. Mm -hmm. And so you can see two comments at a time. And they, they do scroll fast if people are in there going. So, because I have the camera, but I actually haven't tried this yet. And I was, I was figuring I'd mess around with it this week. That's or this yeah, weekend. Um, I'm going to mess around with it. I don't have the camera, so it might just be mic and gameplay. Yeah. 
That's fine. I mean, you're supposed to stamp up in the corner. They don't need to see my balls anyway. No. It was more, I think, I think it's more just a way to come in and have a quick identify. Because, like, it was one of those things where people were coming in and finding me off Twitter, but then there were other people who were just showing up because they saw, like, it's all by popularity, right? Right. So when everybody's around, like, 200 viewers or whatever, and then I can come in and tweet about it and get all these people on PC, it Ah. pushes me to the front of the live on PlayStation thing. So when people just click on that screen, they click in, and then they found me. They're like, oh, shit. Because I saw one of yours that had, like, the eyeball icon and then, like, 18,000 next to it. No, like, are 18,000? thousand people watching i think you. that might have been cumulative views okay. on that thing overall i think the highest concurrence i ever saw were like 700 800 yeah twitch, that's, that's twitch great. has a few different metrics of yeah. how it's tracked yeah. i mean that's so that's incredible like and I, that's all stuff that i did on the fly i'm just like i'm gonna do this now you know what i mean and then i play I for a while mess around with that. So it's not, super boring too because there's like it's not like you know what we do at ign where it's like what's up everybody we're gonna show you how to do this that and the other it's me like minutes of silence and then somebody asks something interesting while I'm playing Assassin's Creed and talk to them about that. You know yeah. I mean? This is the thing. Like, if if it's truly turnkey to, to stream, which it is, like, mm-hmm. you just hit a button. It's literally a button on the controller. Like, you're streaming. Like, why wouldn't you... Let's say four dudes. Four dudes want to watch me play Assassin's Creed. I'm not going to answer their questions. I'm yeah. not going to do anything. Why not let those four dudes watch? Why stop them from watching? And that's the whole thing. Like, you can people, disable comments on your screen. You right. can, like, people are like, well, why would I do it? I'm like, well, why wouldn't you? Like, Yeah, I'd be, why would you not be streaming? Let, let, who cares if, like, two people care? Like, let those dudes watch. And, like, like for me, it's the future of it, right? Yep. When we get uncharted whatever they call that game right and the embargo lifts and it's still three days before anybody else has it like sure. are you kidding me the 14 games journalists who have that would be mm-hmm. yeah. stupid not to go online and play that well and even if, if you're not a games to. journalist even well, if well i mean yeah. once the embargo is up i don't see why you wouldn't be able yeah no that's right? true that's the whole that's thing. true how can they stop you yeah exactly can't stop us <laughs> we're so too the powerful xbox, the xbox one doesn't stream yet but then it has its own very cool like video sharing features where you can cut out clips and right. edit and edit them and add vo right yeah. there on your console that is really awesome and then you can get it up to youtube Oh, that's awesome. But do you have it like this? I've never done, I've never screwed around with their editing. Because, I mean, the Xbox editing is literally like what we do here. Like, I have a five-minute clip. Well, you can only have a clip of five minutes. So you have a three-minute gameplay clip, and then you can do intros and outros. What's up, it's me, Greg. Let me show you this really cool thing I did in Peggle. You can't do that on PlayStation. You can clip things out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like PlayStation, they'll do that whole fifteen-minute chunk, and then right. let you do. It. And, and did if you know, here's a pro tip, by the way. People were complaining to me. You know, I've just seen some complaints around yeah. that the the PlayStation is retroactive. So like, oh, that was really cool. I want to share it, and it's recorded the previous fifteen minutes. Yeah. If you know you're going to do something cool, you can double tap share, and it starts recording. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Clip. That's yeah. really cool. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's very cool, very exciting. M- maybe it's not Twitch that's the killer app. It's just the new, all this new sharing. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. This is in. definitely what I was going to say. This is, to me, what feels next gen are the social features of yeah. these two yeah. consoles. Yeah. Feel really, really different than anything we've had before. It reminds me of, like, I guess the original Xbox had Xbox Live, but it was kind of janky and weird and these baby steps. And then the 360 was like, every single game's going to have a demo and like we're going to do these downloadable games and you're going to have a hard drive and like it felt new and yeah. different than any other console and that's what the sharing feature the, of the new consoles feel like to me. Yeah. It's really cool. It yeah, cool. it is super cool. I think maybe I will mess around with streaming tonight. You, I was waiting you, to get a camera. Do you clean your apartment before you go on? Uh, just the square. Just the... <laughs> <laughs> you look around your direct just get, square? Just get anything incriminating out of the square just and like a, just put me and Portillo in the middle of it. <laughs> This is a nightmare zone outside of the field Pretty of view much, of the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I did read that people people are like starting their own shows on yeah, it. The guy did it last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that guy's name? Um, did you see this? Oh, you random dude, yeah. By shows, these are... Shows... But it yeah. was it was a I thought, it, idea. I, I thought it meant like sex shows. No, no. well, I mean they could. You I mean, they technically stop. could, right? Stop. But what it was was this guy and his wife last yeah. night start started a playroom, They're taking phone calls, and then and, stuff, and, and like... then in playroom because there's a when you're in playroom you don't have to interact with anything. Yeah. So it's you full screen with like this robot floating around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they were like, oh, and they shared it, and then they made like an interview desk. They had a cup of coffee. They brought out this. They wrote. 
their phone number for the yeah. people to call in, and then they realized that it was reversing the image, so they wrote it like backwards <laughs> and put it out so people could call. <laughs> we, uh, and they were just taking live calls, and they streamed for I don't even know how many hours they did. It was like I woke up and people were all over my Twitter saying, "You got to call in, you got to call in." And I was like, "What yeah. is this?" We're gonna like, have we're gonna have to do up at noon after hours. Yes, we uh, giant clean that square. Them. Yes, Adam Boyce called them. You know, I tried to call them, they were jammed up. It was like, yeah. wow, I can't believe this. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, be like every every night this yeah. time. All right, that's all the scoops we have for you this week. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Brian. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. In a world saturated with glossy facades comes a podcast that's breaking barriers. This is Reppin. It's where we do a deep dive into subjects like belonging, to mental health, to courage, and more. On Reppin, you'll meet the faces you think you know and discover their untold stories. It's real, it's intimate, and it gives you insight into the real person behind the images. In a world of pretense, Reppin strips it all down, no filters, no facades. Learn and be empowered and find inspiration through thought-provoking stories that resonate with your journey. Every episode is an exploration into the truths and values that make us who we are. Representation, it's not just about race or gender. It's about you. Repin ensures that every voice is heard. Every story is valued. So be seen, be heard, and be represented. Listen to Reppin wherever you get your podcasts.